Namaste. My name is Wizima. I'm International Meditation Master. Today I want to speak episode 25, my last day as Asha. After 10 years, when I left the um, Asha, I never went back. This was shortly after the tsunami. I went again to the ashram and meditated the whole day. So, and I went swimming every day as usual, even we should not do so, but the other devotees from Amma like me did this all the time. So what? It was Sunday where many Indian uh, um, devotees were coming to the ashram in big buses and so on. And the ashram is close to the beach because it's an island. <laughs> and I went so at five o'clock swimming as usual. The whole day I had meditated there and then uh, I swam for 30 minutes and then I went out of the water and meditated again for hours. Okay. So there had been very many people on the ashram, I think about 200 people, and they were watching the sunset, and so on. In the night, the, my roommate told me there was a baby drone in the ocean. And he tried to rescue the baby, and Ashram Eatis, this means the devotees of Amma, they're hindering him. Things is over. So the ocean was total calm when I went swimming. It was easy to swim there. And for me, it's no problem to swim in any case because I'm an excellent swimmer and I'm a certified rescue swimmer or lifeguard. So I can I can see if the water is dangerous or not dangerous. We have learned that. Okay. So, and I was really shocked. The next morning I saw signboards everywhere on the um, uh, on the beach that swimming is dangerous and the signboards were written in English. So what? 99% of the Indians cannot swim. And 99% of the Western people can swim. That you understand something. In Kerala, where the ashram is, it is forbidden for the Indian to go swimming. Because they cannot swim. For the Western people, for sure. <laughs> for, the, uh, for, for the Western people, they have uh, also designed special places like Vakala and afterwards. For swimming but only for the Western people. And they have lifeguards, and if they see an Indian, they call him back. Or, they, or there's a police, and directly they, they, they pick him up. Okay. <laughs> that you find it out. So, so for what reason the signboards were in English? 
It's total nonsense. Weisenert written has written it in in, uh, um, in in the Malayan, the language of the people in Kerala. While they were lying, that swimming is that dangerous. So I've swum there when I was in the ashram every day, and this means for 10 years. <laughs> it was not that dangerous. But for people who cannot swim, it is dangerous water. So this baby and the mother was together, and then the, uh, then, um, the mother of the baby wanted to pick up the, a ticket for Dajan with Amma. And in the meantime, this baby went inside of the water. And all the ashram eaters were looking, not helping at all. And so this baby drowned. And my roommate could not rescue this baby. In Germany, this is a crime. You have to help. And if you don't help, they will put you in the jail. So what? For me, it was a terrible situation. So people could abuse me that I have inspired the people, the inner people, to go swimming. So this was one reason that I left immediately the ashram. And then the other thing is I could not stand um, this lying and cheating there, in this case. On Monday, there was all the time a meeting where the guru was speaking over everything. And, so, and then the cool people could blemish me openly. And I'm an honest people. I would confront the people with the trueness. There was no other way for me than to do this. So I had no other choice just to left the ashram immediately. And so I have done it. And then I went to Vakala, okay, and swing and so on. I never went back. A half year later, one of the dearest devotees she was a Sanyasin of Amma and the personal servant of the Guru Amma, of our Guru, had written a book and published a book that became a bestseller. The, the book is called Holy Hell by Gayatri. So in this book, she was or is publishing terrible stories about the Guru Amma and the Asha. So what? <laughs> so for me, it was the right thing to leave the Asha. Now you have to understand the background of the whole thing. In India, it is forbidden to criticize your guru, and it is totally forbidden to abuse a guru. If you abuse the guru, then the devotees of the guru should kill you. Okay, that you understand something more. Here in this case, with Amma was it so that we were idealizing everything and her wrongdoing, we were uh, um, rationalizing it. 
so that everything was always perfect. No error, everything was perfect all the time. So, and this you should do. So the guru is the embodiment of selfless love. Is faultless, is perfect in any case. So in our ashram, we had a so high suicide rate. Suicide doesn't fit for selfless love. No? And in the ashram, it was hardly to find anybody who will help you. It's also an indicator for selfless love. The people didn't care for anybody because of the teaching of the Guru. And the same thing you see in so many other ashrams of India, you should go all the time inside, you should not care for anybody else, and so on. But if you have an ashram with three or 5,000 people, and nobody cares for the newcomers, then the suicide rate is gone up. And so the government wanted to close our ashram for that. So I have cared all the time for the people when I had time, and then, I, and then they put all the suicide candidates in my room and so on, or in our room, and then I prevented this all the time. Okay, this was also the other thing. Okay. <laughs> So, regardless of what the Guru was telling, but they have pushed the people to me. And this means from Amma's side that I should care for them. Even I was meditating the whole day, I didn't have so much time, but then I could not sleep. It was very hard for me. But I felt responsible for the people. And so I have done this. Okay. For me, is God perfect? And this is for me good enough. And I don't need to be perfect to adore God, to surrender my life to God. Thank you that I could speak about this and bye.